You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Talk Recorded live. Okay, are you on? Amanda? Hello. Hey, how's it going? Not bad. <clears throat> got the thing figured out, I think. <laughs> I got logged on and everything. I got That's the cool. talk shoe screen up that shows me who's on the call. Pretty nifty. Awesome. So the talk shoe live in? The talk show uh, live, the purple link you clicked on? Yeah, yeah, that thing. So will it only let you log in like 10 minutes before? 15 minutes. Okay. All right, and you have, that, you have that screen pulled up, right? Yeah. So All right, I'm going to send you. Did you see the message I just sent you? No. Okay. Hang on. Look at this, um, the talk shoe screen that you pulled up, and it has the callers off to the right, and then it has, mm-hmm. um, and then on the screen it has like things that says guest three. Yeah. So Matt, are you on now? Hmm. Uh. It looks like she's texting us. You don't see a message that says guest three, test one, two, three, and hello? Yeah. Okay. That's that's me typing. Oh, that's you. All right. Yeah, that's me. So um what it, what you can do is if you if you tag team a call or if you're on it with somebody else, um, this is a good way to communicate with the person while the other person's talking. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, it that said, way you Kingdom Builder is on the call and then it said guest three. Yeah, Kingdom Builder TV is me. So, um, okay. Does it recognize the system recognizes your phone number? So that's what it goes by. Okay. So, it, so was your questions? Was it hard to come up with questions? Um, not terribly. I I just came up with basic ones about what the band is about and all that. Okay. Um, yeah, one question. One question I was gonna. One question I was gonna suggest to you is um, the band name. I am they. Where do they? 
how did they come up with that name? I thought about that last yeah. night after I texted you. Yep, I, that was one of my things too. I kind of, I kind of did a crash course and read up on them last night. <laughs> so I think <laughs> I know a lot of the answers, but it's stuff that the audience would necessarily know. So. Uh, yeah. I I did not feel good yesterday. I'm still not 100% today, but I wanted to give you some support on the call since I was home today. Usually I'm okay. working, but I was home yesterday. I'm home today because my wife's sick too, so I told her I was Got taking a, a break. Flu or something? Call with you. No, it's um, it's like cold. Wait, it's We have like extreme weather shifts down here. Like one day it'll be, and I'm sure you don't care to hear somebody in Florida complaining about weather, but um, <laughs> it'll be like 75 here one day, and then the next day I'll wake up and take my son to the bus stop, and it's 40 degrees. So it's yep, Florida's not like as like cold. Here. Yeah, <laughs> it's not as cold as probably the weather you have up there right now, but um, 40 degrees is like, that's super cold for us. Yeah. We'll we'll fluctuate between like sixty degrees and below zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know what I'm talking about. It's not as not as not as bad for us, but it's probably just as cold to us as that weather is to you because you guys are used to that, like frigid, freezing cold temperatures up there. Yeah, really, really cold. <clears throat> it's been that like super the- nice the past few days. It's been like springtime. Oh, well, it hasn't been done here. And our heat our heat system's not wanting to work, so I had to get one of those little portable heaters for the house. So that's kind of a pain about having to carry that around. Not fun. Is James joining us on the call today, or? Uh, no, I believe he has work and stuff. Okay. I didn't even think to ask him because I knew he'd be busy. Oh, no, no problem. But I don't remember if I sent him at um no go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say if I can uh figure out a time that works for him sometime for an interview call, I think he'd be really good at it. Yeah. I've been seeing your winner jam pictures, they actually turn out pretty good. Thank you. But I got to use my cans and <laughs> Why is this website loading? This is ridiculous. There we go. Right. <clears throat> well, it's 36 degrees in Omaha right now. I believe it. It's 52 where I'm at, so we're not much warmer than you guys. Our high today is only 70, so it's... It's only 70. Y'all's high is like like 43 today. Wow. Uh Uh-huh. Quit bragging. (laughs) Yeah, but you know what? If it's like Florida gets cold enough to snow down here, but it never does. So I'm like, my whole thing is cold enough to snow. You know, I wish it would snow. Because my kids, my daughter especially, she we took her to Ohio a couple years ago, and she got snow for the first time. Never get so I'm like, if it's going to be cold enough down here to snow, I wish it would. But the humidity and all that kind of stuff down here, like, kind of prohibits snow. We get frosted every once in a while. We'll go out, and there's, like, frost in the windshields, but that's about it. Yeah. That's how I feel, like, in around Christmas time, though. It's like, if it's going to be this cold, it's going to snow. Yeah. Any other time I'm like, uh, no, no, let's not have it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me check my you get tired yeah. of it. Yeah, I lived in I lived in snow for twelve years, so Really? Seems like a seems like a lifetime ago, but yeah. Where grew up in Ohio life? grew up grew up in Columbus, Ohio from nineteen nineteen eighty two to nineteen ninety three. Nice. All right, so, all right, Christina didn't text me back, so she originally said that um, Matt was going to be on the call, and then uh, she said that 
Yeah, then when she the put the thing, the she had the other guy. Confirmation, she said Adam Palmer. But then later in it, because... Uh, Looks like he's coming on the call. Looks like it. North Nevada. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Matt. Hey, how's it going? It's Matt from IMV. <laughs> going good. How are you today? Incredible. Just living the dream here in Carson City, Nevada. Nice. What's the weather like over there? Oh, it is bitter cold. Really? <laughs> yeah. No snow on the ground. We've heard out east, you know, they're getting hammered, but we it's been pretty uh pretty easy on us this winter. Must be cold everywhere. It's been pretty chilly here in the Midwest too. I live in Nebraska. Oh really? It's almost like springtime the past few days. It's craziness. Like it's January. Yeah. yeah, we've had that too. Like it's been off and on. You know, it gets pretty cold at night. The daytime has been like surprisingly lovely. You know, we're mm-hmm. letting my son run around the yard and play with the dogs, and you know, there's yep. It's almost uh, teacher weather, nice. right? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Uh, well. Um, this is going to be like one of my first interviews that I do kind of by myself to help, even though uh, Jay is listening in on the call. <laughs> um, very good, very good. How's yeah, it going, Matt? So, well, you can, hey, Jay. Well, you, you <laughs> can feel completely at ease because I am right in that boat with you. We're, oh, we're, right. we're, we're pretty dang new to the whole scene. Yeah, yeah I, I, do, I do 90% of the interviews, so... Um, I told Amanda, I said, you know what, you've been doing good enough on the interviews we tackle together. I said, why don't you take this one, and I'll just sit back and, and be the spectator this time. Oh, it's great. Well, We're thanks. switching roles today. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I shall be your guinea pig. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, first off, could you just tell me a little bit about the band? I mean, I know you guys are... Uh, pretty new, and I know from reading your bio that you have uh, a pretty cool story about how you got started. It seemed like a, a lot of God things happening. So tell us a little bit about that. Oh, yeah, I'd love to. Um, that is it's a crazy story for sure. Where We started back in 2008. Um, it was Halloween night um, when our pastor, um, when I say our, it was... Uh, myself and Adam Palmer, he's the man with the luscious black beard in the band. Um, and the two of us were asked to uh, put on a concert, just kind of like a church, you know, how churches always do, like the, the Christian Halloween night kind of thing. Um, and so we were writing at that time, we were like an acoustic duo, and we were just writing kind of like love song um, standards, you know, like jazzy pop stuff and uh we thought it would be kind of weird to play our love songs you know at the church and a couple guys singing them together whatever (laughs) and so we uh, we decided to yeah so we we decided to put on a worship night instead um, at the church and in order to do that um we actually didn't we come from fairly small town in Carson City, um, and we needed more people in the band um, to make up the band. So we reached outside of our church, and um, out of five different churches, local churches in the area, we put together this worship team to host this night. And uh, and that was that was the that was the whole first intention of the band. I guess that was it was just supposed to be just that one night, you know. And it ended up that a, a bunch of the community came out for it, surprised us. There was about 300 people there, which was great for our little town um, for a first night event. And uh, yeah, so we just sure. we, so we asked those those guys, you know, do you guys want to keep doing this? Is this something that and there was just a resounding yes? Everybody was so into it, and um, and it was so cool for us to just see like the unity that was represented there, just in the churches, you know. And um, just kind of see the walls taken down just for the sake of worship and to lift Jesus' name up just in music. And so we were thrilled to keep it going. And so we kept doing that for a few years. Um, Every other month or so, 
um, we would do it and we'd spend the time in between just gearing up for the next one, um, putting together our favorite songs, finding new songs that we liked. And we did, you know, just uh, our favorite worship covers basically. But our goal was to do those songs or whatever songs we liked as best as we could. We wanted them to sound exactly like the CD. And so we would go out and buy instruments and whatever we had to do, learn instruments in order to do that um, and facilitate this night. And it just kept growing and growing until a promoter um, in the city neighboring us, um, Reno, said, hey, you know, I I kind of heard the buzz and would you guys be interested in opening for, for Matthew West? He's coming through town and um, that would we, were pretty, yes. we were pretty, yeah, yeah. So we were pretty shocked by the offer, and obviously said yes. But we also figured we'd better write some songs of our own, and so we did that. Um, we opened for Matthew. So how long and, did you have to write um, new songs? Uh, gosh, it was like a month or two. Um, oh wow! And we That's put not together. Yeah, we put together a handful of songs and. Uh, Adam and I just wrote out some songs, but they they went off really well, and it was it was really fun and really cool. And so we got a another good you know we had a lot of support from the community, so we um, kept doing that still, and we got more um, offers to open for people that were coming to town. And um, it was in 2011. It was so it was. That was in 2011 when we opened for Matthew West. That was kind of like our first gig. And um, later on that year, we played at this festival on the West Coast called Spirit West Coast. And we played, we, uh, our drummer, who became our drummer, she was not the original drummer, but she learned drums literally by necessity. Um, mm-hmm. Her name is Sarah, and that's actually Adam's wife. Oh, and, yeah. yeah, she signed us up for this partner and play competition it was called. And so we basically played our set um, for a panel of judges, um, and it was more or less kind of like a talent show. But we thought that we had already been cast out of the runnings because you were supposed to sell a bunch of tickets, and we, like, came in second place for that. Like, oh. Uh, yeah, it wasn't well, even close. Second place still isn't that bad. It, it, well, it wasn't even – it was it was like a – a, a far second place. So we we were like, well, we're still stoked to play our songs, to be here, you know, and so we did. Played our songs, and then we packed up our stuff, and we went back to our hotel um, to get some rest, put our things away there, dropped the trailer off, and it was later on that evening that um, we got a call from my wife. She had stayed back at the event with the family, and she's like, you guys they just announced from main stage, you guys won the whole thing. And, oh you know, you're going to Nashville. <laughs> yeah, so we, were, we were freaked out. And um, it was this giant surprise for us. Um, yeah, that's so, really big news. <laughs> yeah, that was a major turning point for the band. And so we, we ended up um, spending the next few months raising the money. We called it Cash for Nash. Raising the money to get ourselves out to Nashville um, you only got $500 support. you won from the competition, right? Yeah, they gave us $500. I don't know if that was a joke or, or I don't know. But it didn't it didn't work for six people. Right. Yeah. So we finally made it out to Nashville, which we had never, I never thought I would even be stepping foot in Nashville, let alone recording music there. And so that was crazy for us, but we were like, in dreamland, so we wanted to go sightseeing and all this stuff, and um, so we finished tracking our album, and the producer we were working with was like, hey, can I share this song? I really like it, you know, can I share it with my friends? And he just said his friends, and his friends ended up being the five major record labels in Nashville. Oh, friends and my so, friends. Yeah, great friends. And they, so we sat down the rest of that week with all five labels we got meetings with them we played them a handful of our little acoustic songs um and just got great reviews you know god was just paving the way before us and we spent uh the next couple years courting 
like two or three of those labels. And then in 2013, the end of 2013, we got a couple offers and we signed with, um, with Sony Provident. And then it was January of last year that we recorded our debut album. Um, and so now it's almost to the day, a year later, January of 2015, we're finally releasing, you know, what we're, what, what is our, our debut record. And it's just, it's such a crazy, things have happened so fast and in such a surprising, unexpected way. Um, and to look back on it all and to think that it all started with, you know, one, one night, it was, it was, it was like, think of two people maybe that are, that are worship leaders, you know, at your church or maybe even not even for Sunday morning, but like youth, youth group leaders or whatever that are like, you know, let's do some worship songs for the kids, you know, um, on Halloween night, you know, give them something to do. And then it was like, God just took that and exploded it. And, you know, here we yes, are today. Super and it's awesome. like, it's crazy. And your so, uh, your debut album just uh, just released this week, right? Yeah, yeah. The twenty seventh was the debut release date, so we're we couldn't be more excited about it and more stoked. Obviously, we've it's been a long time coming, so definitely. So, how would you describe your sound and your genre to someone who's never heard you before? Sure. Um, well, we we. I guess going back to the that, those ministry that that original ministry we we called it Solomon's Porch, and just the way that that came together, I explained a little bit of that. Just the instrumentation that we would pull together um, to do those worship songs that we found. Um, that means you know we had to have a female vocalist and harmonies and male vocalists and um, and then whatever instrumentation that um, artist that we wanted to cover whatever instrumentation they had, we would go out and buy instruments and learn them or whatever to incorporate those into the music. So that all of that just kind of fused right into our sound now. And um, although we just do acoustic guitars, so we don't, we put the electric guitars away. <laughs> um, yeah. Acoustic was kind of like our, sound. yeah, our, our, our acoustics were like our, heartbeat and so but we have you know we try to we have banjo and mandolin and xylophones and sleigh bells and weird yeah. things so it's a very them. unique tone especially since you bring somewhat uh like a worship element into it it's a little bit uh i know it's a little bit different than traditional worship but it's a nice um kind of refreshing i guess oh, yeah i think it's yeah. like a pope we've called it like pop folk Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think it's it's with some worship in there as well. Worship is obviously still our our heartbeat. We're all worship leaders back here at home, so definitely. So uh, it says on your bio that a lot of the band members came from broken homes, right? Is that true for you? Yeah, yeah. My um, we all have a lot of different stories in the band, and some of us were raised in Christian homes. And some of us were full-blown atheists and, you know, literally against Christians. And it's kind of like a Paul conversion story. Um, And and those are the things that we feel like God really wants to share with, you know, we've often asked ourselves, why us, God? Because (laughs) as I shared our story, it's kind of like we didn't intend on this. And we oftentimes feel like, what are we doing here, you know, and where's our place in this, quote, industry or, or whatever. And we feel like God has just called us to be ministers of, of our of our testimony. And we said that the music follows that ministry. Um, and so there's there's just, there is some stories, some, some dark stories that were made light um, by the hope of Jesus. And I guess my, my personal story in, in that collective six, and there's, even even more incredible stories than my own in the band, but my own was that my my parents were divorced when I was uh, just a, a young at a young age, um, and I never really knew um, just the love between a father and mother. I was loved 
like as a child, but never knew what that was like between my father and mother. All I knew was like fear and hiding and abuse, um, verbally or physically. And, um, and it, and it got to the point when, where my mom actually took me, she was pregnant with my younger sister and she took me and we went into hiding and, um, we were, I was living my life that way. I, we were taken in by people um, from various churches um, into their homes. So I never like had my own home. I never had my own bed. It was always, um, that, but that's that's all I knew, you know. And um, it was when I was five years old. Actually, was when my my mom was finally giving birth to my younger sister. She's in the hospital. And literally that day, my appendix ruptured, and um, that was crazy And for her. But also, I was, the doctor said if they hadn't worked on me that day, that I would have lost my life. So it was, God literally spared my life that day. And um, it was about a year later that uh, I went down, went forward at a Billy Graham crusade in Portland, Oregon, I was six years old, and gave my life to Jesus with my mom by my side and um oh wow yeah it was it was it was actually you know I was a young boy but it was a very memorable and big moment in my life and that was um that was definitely a change and Jesus did something in my heart at that moment and um I began to my mom would just sing her devotions to the Lord as I as I grew up mm-hmm. we in these different homes, she'd always have a piano and she would always just, wherever God had her in scripture, she would just turn it into a song. And that happened almost every day. Um, and so she'd always bring me over and have me a part of that. And she would sing these scriptures into my heart, you know, and that became like the foundation for, you know, everything that's kind of, I feel blossoming in my life as an adult was from those seeds that were sown, you know, and those scriptures just taking root and being written on my heart, um, through song. Um, and I guess fast forward, it's just, it's, it's been awesome even as as an adult to see one, I have a little two year old at home, two and a half year old named Micaiah and just, just to pour real, Jesus love into his life and show him what love looks like between mom and dad has been amazing for me. And, um, you get to give him something that you didn't get to experience as a child. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So to be able to do that is amazing as well as I got to see, um, both of my parents, um, find reconciliation and, um, and to see my, my dad come back to the Lord and completely surrender to him. In fact, he just uh, flew back to San Diego um, today. Wow. But we spent the last couple of weeks here at my house with, with our family. But just all the reconciliation and um, what Jesus has done in my family um, that way has just been just a, a, a living testimony, literally, of the power of the gospel and the hope of Christ. Wow, you can definitely see like the the redemption of it all. Yeah, amen. God's redemptive power. Amen. Yeah, cool. thanks. Yeah. So, um, how did you get the name for the band I Am They? Oh yes. Um, I Am They comes from. Well, here's the funny thing: as we we had the name I Am They, and then it was about a week later that Sarah. Uh, our drummer was reading through John 17 and she was like, guys, this is the coolest uh, like personalization of that name. I am they because Jesus is speaking of his disciples throughout that chapter. He's praying for them. He keeps referring to them as they, that they would be not of this world just as I'm not of this world and that they would be sanctified and they would be set apart and holy and unified. And um, we just wanted to take that, and, and raise that banner for the six of us, but also just for the body of Christ as a collective, just as a whole, um, to say that I am they, 
and to personalize that and take ownership of that and say that's that's who I want to be and we want to set a standard and um and and look different you know than the world and different than maybe even what people think we are um and just show them the love of Christ so yeah you guys definitely are a great example of that you know with the unity that you bring in your band pretty cool Thanks. Yeah, that's, that's I guess, another angle of it, too, is, like, there's the I, which is, like, the singular part, and the they, which is kind of the, the plural part. And it's true, like, even from the Solomon's Porch ministry days um, and, and the roots of the band, we got to see, as I told you, just, like, the community come together and unite. And um, it, so it kind of is reflected in the name of the band. Just that's That's a message we definitely still carry. And and promote is just that the body of Christ would be united and that we'd work together um, and and not separate, that we're stronger together, you know? So, yeah. Definitely. So cool. Um, Well, for closing thoughts, uh, is there anything that you want to um, say to the audience? Any tours that you have coming up for the band? Anything like that? Oh, yes. This will be our first major tour. And so we have three months out on the road with some of our, you know, heroes, crowders out there and Mercy Me and those guys. And we are thrilled. Um, So we've never done anything like this before and haven't really gotten away from home very much. So um, that is the Rock and Worship Roadshow. And it's starting in Dallas, and all of the dates are right on our website. It's imtheyband.com if anyone wants to go check it out there. But um, I just want to say thank you to, to you guys and to um, just everyone supporting us. We feel we feel the love. It's crazy. Um, and it's so awesome just to see, the, again, the collective theys out there, to people, to hear people saying, you know, I am they, and I want to be they, and that's the whole message: is that uh, we would we would pull together and um, just make make Jesus known, you know. So that's so exciting! I love the Rock and Worship Road show, so I'm probably going to be coming out and see you guys. <laughs> yeah, right on! Great. Well, cool. <laughs> uh, well, cool. I think that pretty much. Um, wraps up the call. Jay's kind of giving me along the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, what he did, uh, he he gave you a, a liner to say, right? He wanted me to remind you about that. Oh, okay, cool. Did did, did did Christina send that to you, or? Oh no, I I didn't get it in my. Oh, okay. I'm sorry about that. Did, oh there... no, that's no, that's okay. Um. What what we do is we put our liners at the beginning of each call, and basically uh-huh. it's just you're introducing the call for us. Um, so if, okay. I don't know if you have anything to write on, but if you want to yeah, yeah. write this down, it might, might be easier for you. Um, what you'll say on this call is, hey, this – and your last name's Hein, right? Yeah. Okay. My last name's Heilman. It's H-E-I, and I always have to tell people E-I is like, is like yeah. an I sound. <laughs> But I've heard it wrong, wrong before. <laughs> yeah, they're like Heelman or Hellman, Heelman. Yep. I'm like, so I'm <laughs> sure you've been called Matt Heen and oh, kind of stuff. so many great things, <clears throat> Matt Heine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, what we'll do is um, say, "Hey, this is Matt from I Am They." Okay. And you're listening. I'm sorry. And you're tuned in to. Amanda Brogan. Tuned into Amanda Brogan. On Kingdom Builder. Kingdom Builder? Yes. Yeah. The, offic- the official podcast. The official podcast. Of Christian Music Review. <clears throat> okay, sweet. And just whenever whenever you're ready. I only got one shot at this, don't I? No. Um, <laughs> no, you can say it multiple we're, times. It's all good. Yeah, you can you can do as many. We this call isn't live, so we're 
I'm actually going to be editing it and putting it together here in the next couple of days. So um, if you awesome. need to go back and do it again. So anything that was said during the interview, you know, we can always edit things out and stuff. So. Oh, okay. All right. Well, here goes. Hey, this is Matt from the band I Am They, and you're tuned into Amanda Brogan on Kingdom Builder, the official podcast of Christian Music Review. Awesome. Perfect. Is that it? Oh yeah, that's it. And I we're, on, uh, <laughs> we're on we're uh, on we're on Twitter at uh, at CMR two thousand four. So if you guys, I actually tweeted about the call this morning. So if you see that, if you guys can follow us or retweet. That'd be awesome. And once we get the once I get the interview up, um, I'm yeah. going to email the link and everything to Christina, and she can forward it on to you guys. And if you guys want to post it and stuff that would be cool but um in the next couple of days Absolutely. we'll have that we'll have it ready to go out okay awesome yeah we'll be looking for that and i just wrote down the, t- the twitter too awesome well man you did a good right. job matt this for first interviews i mean it's pretty good yeah it's exciting that to was listen so in. much fun yeah i just want to say i was actually just sharing with uh, somebody in the office here like just when people have that human element to it i just I so love that and appreciate that. So, Amanda, you did great. Oh, good. Thank you. I, yeah. well, is, I, I really enjoyed talking to you. I mean, it's like talking to a brother in Christ. Right on. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is just as so much of a – This is our website's just as much of a ministry to us as, as your band is to you. And we don't really look at ourselves as critics, but more of an extension yeah. of your ministry because um, – that's that's what we do. We're here to get the message of Christ out, uh, you know, through your guys' music. So it's love it. Pretty cool. And we've actually, I've actually had your pre-release for your album for last September. That's how long I've we've had oh, the album for quite some time. We got it at uh, Night of Joy. Um, Provident was yeah. there for an artist dinner, so they gave us a copy of it. So it was actually oh, pretty good. cool. Good. I'm glad you got it out of them. Not not everybody did so. <laughs> well done. But we'll have a review. We'll have a review up here pretty soon. So we'll. Uh, we've been kind of late this week, but we'll have that review up uh, before the end of the week. Sweet man, I'd appreciate it. Thanks so much, Jay. Oh no problem. All right, guys. All right, Amanda, if you want to stay on the phone, Matt. We're uh, we're all finished with you. Appreciate your time, man. All right, man. God bless you guys. Thanks so much. Good talking you to you. You too. See ya. Okay, um, he's hung up. So what we'll do is, um, why I have you on the call, let's go ahead and uh, let me go and type out the the exit speech that you'll say. Oh, yeah, because I have to say something, too. Yeah. I forgot about that. This is why That's I okay. recorded because then I can do stuff later. Yeah, and people will, never know that, people will never know that you didn't do it on the actual call, so... Yep, I think I would die if I had to do a live call. It would it would not go well with me. <laughs> yeah, I've never actually done a, a live call. Now, the video interviews are a little bit tougher. I mean, those are ones where you really, editing yeah. can only do so much. Then you have to worry about what you look like on top of everything else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know if you got a chance to look at the, watch the interviews yet, but I posted, I took advantage oh, of the time I was home yesterday. Interviews? Yeah, they're actually on the. Yeah, if you go to the, um, if you go to our Facebook page, I put them on there. I just I saw that you announced it. Like we have all the stuff up, all the interviews up, but I haven't had a chance to uh, to look at them yet. But yeah, is Tony Nolan part of those? I saw his name in there. Yeah, yeah, he actually he actually not only retweeted us the tweet that I did last night, but he also he's also following us now. So. We'll see our stuff. He did the same thing to me. Like I, I tweeted him on Winter's Jam night and was like, "I'm so glad you're back out on the tour." And then he followed me. <laughs> yeah. Well, we asked him about that before the interviews. Like we missed you on the, we missed you on the tour because we hadn't. He hasn't been on the tour for a while. <laughs> yeah, for like. But five, I think. And he's my favorite. Yeah. So he's. I think he was doing stuff with Casting Crowns while he was off, but I didn't see him on the, their tours because I went to their. <clears throat> I've been to 
casting every one of Casting Crown's major tours for their album. So. Wow. I'm typing this in so you can see it on the screen. You can just read it out. Okay. Yeah, I like Nick Hall, the guy who they've had the past few years. I mean, he's good, but Tom Nolan, I don't know, he just he's funny and he has a really awesome testimony. He just, I think, he relates to the crowd really well. Yeah. Yeah, Daniel. Daniel was super excited. Huh? Yeah, Daniel was really excited to go talk to them. Dan, that was Daniel's first interview in front of the camera, so that was. Um, he was nervous about that. <clears throat> he was asking me before. He's like, um, he's like, man, how do you how do you like mentally prepare for all these? Like when you step in front of a camera, I'm like, well, mm-hmm. took took a while. I mean, your, your first interview. I think my first interview was like seven years ago. So I've been doing it for a while, but it's. Uh, I still get I, I nervous depending on who I'm talking to. You, <clears throat> I appreciated having you um, as backup. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, he, w- he was actually going to um, – we we were on the – we had scheduled the interview with Viridia first. Um, Dina was supposed to come and talk to us, and um, I'm, I'm still kind of mad about this, but, you know, we had contacted and reached out to them – uh, probably about 30 minutes before the interview. And, you know, 10 minutes went by, and we only had, with Tony Nolan, we had 15 minutes. With Dina, we were scheduled for 15 minutes. But then we had a half-an-hour block with, we're supposed to, with Francesca Battistelli. Um, oh, but you were Eddie. waiting on Viridia, so it took out of your Francesca time. Yeah. Well, what we did was um, I was contacting them, and we were just waiting in the room so we went ahead and did the interview with building 429 and if you if you've seen when you watch the interview you'll hear a door open and um the guys from the band will look over briefly but to, that was tony walking into the room when we were doing the interview yeah. with building 429 so tony walked in and um as soon as building 429 was done we immediately daniel stepped in front of the camera and did the interview with him and when we were doing the interview with him, we were already like 10 minutes backed up. So Francesca had walked in and was standing, you know, standing behind me while Daniel was doing that interview. And right before we're about to go with Francesca, <clears throat> her manager tells me, he's like, we have to, I don't remember what time it was. It's like, we have to, we have to be, we have to leave by like 15 after. I'm looking at my watch. I'm looking at my phone, and it's like 10 after. I'm like thinking, seriously, we've got five minutes with her. I mean, it was we had the schedule to where we well, should have had at least 15 eight. or 20. No, I. She said that they said that she had a meeting or something with radio people or something. But I was, and I never say anything to the label about it because I was, I was just kind of. This is kind of ridiculous and. I didn't say it to them, but the interview was literally, I was talking to her for four and a half minutes, and one of the questions I asked her was... You didn't answer, like, one question in that amount of time. (laughs) Well, no, the the question that I asked her was, um, she's released a a deluxe edition of every other CD, and I didn't realize this, but I guess they released um, a deluxe edition of, if we're honest, with the original release, and I don't remember seeing that. So she corrected me, like on film, so I, like, already felt stupid. I'm like, well, uh, your, your label never let me know about that. So that's that's why in the, that's why in the email that I sent with all the links, I, I think I copied you in the email. I said that we scrapped the Francesca yeah, interview because I, I, I didn't that. like the, I didn't like the way it um, came out because it, it was very rushed. So, yeah. plus she, uh, she kind of, she kind of made a fool of herself after that on stage because um, Daniel and I, after she left, were like, wow, I've I've interviewed tons of people and I've never been rushed like that before. Yeah. I mean, and I didn't have enough time to look through my questions and figure out what I could cross off, so I was basically winging it to begin with. 
Yep. So she ended up going on stage and um, during one of her songs, she's like, "How are you got? How are you out there, Jacksonville?" <laughs> and we're obviously in Tampa, so. Um, oh, but we were on we were on stage oh, left. She said that. That's so funny because I remember her saying that at our show. She was like, uh, "Because you know, people always confuse Council Bluffs and Omaha because it's basically almost the same place, but one's or one's Nebraska and one's Iowa." But she was like, "We're in Council Bluffs, right? Because I said the wrong name in Florida the other night." <laughs> oh, did she say that? Yes. She was like, oh, yeah. I'm they're like, no. <laughs> yeah, we're, um, yeah, That's she, so well, we, me and Daniel were standing off the stage left when she came off stage, and she looked, she looked like she was about to cry when she walked Aww. off stage. Her husband, her husband was waiting off stage for her when she walked off, and she, like, just came up and buried her head in his chest and walked off. She, I mean, she was... She was visibly upset when she got off stage, and I think she was. I think that's probably one of the big reasons she was just embarrassed. And she also, she also forgot her lyrics a couple times during her songs. Hmm. But that's nothing new with her. I've I've seen her before. We saw her at Night of Joy, and she forgot her lyrics. So nothing new with that. I'm like, wow, you're gonna be on stage. You gotta yeah. remember the lyrics to your own songs. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna finish this. I'll try real quick. Yeah, James was like, he was not very impressed because <laughs> she sang some, um, what was it? It was some sort of a um, pop song or something. And he was like, why is she singing that song instead of her own song? <laughs> oh, yeah, she did a cover of, I don't, Yeah. Um, I can't remember which song it was, but I, I was, we were backstage when she started singing that song. I didn't, wasn't up there to see it, but. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm typing as quick as I can, so. Right, it's going to be in three pieces because I guess the. You have a limit. So, oh. Yeah, I guess there's a character limit on there, but but I broke it up into three different things. So just go ahead and read that first part, and then we can pause and say, thanks so much for listening in today. I'm Amanda Broder, reminding you to put Christ first in your lives, and everything else will fall into place. God bless you. Okay. Well, Matt, thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, for more I Am They, go to www.imday.org. <laughs> I'm what, sorry. What? I, I mixed you up because I didn't put the right words in there. For more information on I Am They, sorry. More info. Oh, okay. I will read. That's my fault. Well, Matt, thanks so much for joining us today. For more info on I Am, or should I say information? Oh, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> whatever this, I want. I'm just going to say this about a hundred times. Is, this, is, this is your interview, so you say however you want. Okay. Well, Matt, thanks for joining us on the call today. For more information on the band I Am They, go to www.imdayband.com and be sure to follow them on Twitter and Facebook. Thank you for listening in today. I'm Amanda Brogan reminding you to put... put Thank you for listening in today. I'm Amanda Brogan, reminding you to put Christ first in your life and everything else will fall into place. God bless. Awesome. Good. All right. Well, you did it. You got your first call over your belt. Yay. It actually, it went a lot smoother than I uh, was worrying about. Well, he was, you got lucky because he was more talkative. He he actually probably gave a lot of answers to your questions without even having to ask, so. Yeah, I didn't have to. If it had been like somebody like me being interviewed, I would have had to pull information out of him and stuff. Uh, thankfully, he was talkative. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Well, I'll get this edited as soon as I can, and then um, cool. Uh, we'll I will get it out. Get a review out for you. Yeah, get that to me as soon as you can. If you can get it to me today, it'd be awesome. That way, we can 
send it to them and link it. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get this edited today. If not today, it'll be tomorrow. I'm going to be so. on the road a little bit today. Well, I have to work out of town. So if I get it to you, it'll probably be really later in the evening or maybe tomorrow morning. That's fine. I can work in it. Work on it in my hotel tonight. All right. What's your next review after this one? You don't have you don't have anything until February, right? Um, I have Matt or uh, Matt Carney. Yeah. Matt Carney. Okay. Um. Let me look and make sure. Let me look at this. Real what quick. else I was interested in? I kind of hesitate on on volunteering for some stuff until I know a little bit what my schedule is going to be because I don't want to be like bombarded with work. Oh, but be praying for me. Um, I have a job interview on uh, Monday for a portrait studio because I'm trying to get some stuff you know, closer to home so I don't have to be on the road so much. So okay. I'm just praying that that will be the right choice because <laughs> I think I'm, I'm pretty sure it would be an easy enough job to get because I have the experience and they seem interested in me, but I just want to make sure, you know, that it'll be a good fit for me. Oh, definitely. Yeah. All right. But if I got that, it'll be a lot more flexible than my current schedule. Yeah, that's always that's always a good thing when you have a little bit of flexibility in your schedule. The way your yeah. something comes up, you have you can actually work around it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm look I'm looking at the schedule and um I think let me look at the comments. I think uh look and see. I think April actually said she would cover two of these. Which ones did I have her do? Yeah, I volunteered for Red and Matt Carney, but you said that April wanted to do Red. So. Yeah, April April had asked about Red a while ago. She's doing Brandon Heath and Red, so um, oh, what's the releases? Okay, Shane and Shane's been moved back to March. So I know I have that listed under February 10th, but that one's been pushed back. Um, nobody's nobody's asked for that one yet. So if you want that one, that's March third. Um, if you could take, uh, are you familiar with Darlene Check at all? Um, She's she was. I think that Laura would be a better fit for that one than me. Yeah, Laura is actually. I think Laura's snowed in right now in Toronto, so hopefully she's. Because um, last time we had a big, big, big storm like a blizzard come through, she was actually like she couldn't go anywhere for a week. So I'm hoping that really she's not totally snowed in because uh, the Jeremy Camp one comes out February third, and that's a big one. I need to make sure that's covered. So she'll. Oh yeah. Hopefully, I'm hoping she's. She's worked on that one. I've already got Erin Gillespie done, which is pre-posted. So, so she still um, like has to go to the library and stuff to do all her. Research. Yeah, yeah. For now, we're um, we're a little bit closer to getting her a laptop. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, my we have a laptop, so we're working on getting her a laptop so that she can work offline. She doesn't have to. If she downloads the music to her computer at the library, she can go home and work on stuff at home too which she's never been able to do because they don't have a computer. So how's that going? Um, I've got a laptop. I'm I'm waiting for a charger to come in. It's my mom's old laptop. Um, It's a pretty nice one, but uh, it's completely dead. I don't know if it's a battery or the charger. So we're trying the charger first to see if that's the issue. If it's the charger, then we'll be good to go. If it's the battery, it's going to be like another $23. So... As soon as I figure so out, where would you recommend and, getting like a new battery for a laptop? Because I I bought my roommate's computer and like it it's an Apple, um, but it um it will not stay um, if it's not plugged in it'll turn off like if you it'll turn off. The, yeah, if you unplug the cord, it just goes blank. Yeah, laptops so are notorious for that. Yeah, laptops really? are really bad with that. Okay. Yep. If they, especially if they sit for a while, they'll. It's just like any other batteries; they'll eventually drain. You won't be able to use them. You have to replace them. All right. So it looks like I'll put your name on Jonathan Tulin and um, uh, maybe the 
maybe the brilliance can be something else you can work on for next month. That's the 17th. So that'll give you, that'll give you three weeks to work on two of those. So give me, I am they as soon as you can, and then, um, work on those two. And then if you want, uh, we can look at your, we can look at the March stuff like Hawk Nelson, maybe something you want to do that comes out 17th. Oh yeah. That's March 7th, March 17th. So we'll do that one. And, but yeah, I'll go ahead and let you go because um, I gotta get these kids in line. They're being little heathens. So, all right. Well, take care and have a good day and be safe while you're driving. And I'll I'll shoot you the link to the interview once we get it done. Cool. All right. Talk to you later. Okay. Bye. All right. Bye.
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.